Here we go again with another episode of New Media Podcasters. Hi, everybody. Noah Friedman, the sports director with New Media Broadcasters, the radio stations out of Haver, Montana. It's our latest catch-up with the head coach of the MSU Northern Basketball Skylights program, Chris Mowat. The Skylights have played three games since we last spoke, which was last week. So we discuss how those games went and some of the aspects surrounding that, the depth of the team, In the Skylights, we had some extended time off to work on some things before they have to go and play against Stevens University and Vanguard University, so we previewed those games as well. So without further ado, the latest episode of New Media Podcasters with Chris Mowat, the head coach of the MSU Northern Skylights basketball program. Another in-person interview, so that's why my audio sounds funny, but his sounds good, so enjoy. All right, Coach Chris Mowat. Team's played three games since we last talked. Talked about the MSU Billings game going exactly how you thought it would go. But how do you feel like the team was able to bounce back against the competition that you played in Great Falls? Well, I think the MSUB game was great for us. You know, with 45 seconds left in the quarter, first quarter, we were up by four. Turned the ball over twice, and they had a three, I believe, so we go in down two. And for games like that, you know, we want to win the media timeout to the media timeout, you know, and break that game into little chunks and win as many little chunks as we can. We should have won the first two in all reality, but you know they made two good plays on us and, and, and they, we made bad decisions with the ball. But they definitely exposed us in a lot of ways. But at the same time, I think the biggest problem we had was making shots with them. You know, we did we were two for 18 from the three. We shot poor from the field. We shot well from the free throw line. I was proud of that. But the biggest thing that we got out of that is this team is really going hard on the boards. We got out rebounded by five by a team that is really really good on the boards. And so we walked away. Was a lot of positives. We had a few too many turnovers, things like that. But I think had we just been able to put some points on the board, we would have been really happy. Takeaway from that, there was a lot and a lot of positives, and you know, a few things obviously to work on. But heading into the next weekend, it, it set us up for really good things. I mean, we came out of the gate and scored 28 points in the first quarter against Northwest. They came racing back on us, cut it to five late in the game, and we had to make three or four plays down the stretch, which our kids went out and executed. We got a couple of baskets in transition where we made good decisions and finished and made our free throws down the stretch and were able to gap it back to 12. And I think with the Corbin game, honestly, it was start to finish. I was really proud of our kids. You know, In both games, all 12 kids played. I felt like all 12 kids contributed. Again, we were really good on the boards. I think we won by double digits on the boards in both nights. I think we can pick up a few more offensive boards, but... The biggest thing for us right now is the, the effort we've been putting in and, and shooting the ball. I mean, it's, granted, it's only two games, but we're shooting 90% from the free throw line, which is number one in the country, and I think we're shooting 42% from the three-point line, which is seventh. And, you know, that's a small, small sample size, but you know what? We'll take it right now. And those are the things we've been emphasizing, and all of a sudden to see that coming out and uh, the results panning out, it's exciting. And so we don't know where Corbin is. We don't know where Northwest is as far as nationally or anything like that, and, and we don't worry about that. The reality was we came out, we won two games in a row against NAI teams. I think both those teams are nice teams. The Corbin team led Providence the next night at halftime by two. And I think our game was 20-some by halftime, and we never really looked back. There was some really good things, and you can't really make comparisons with who did what against who, but as the Raider for our conference, I kind of have to, so it's one of those things. We're happy. I like where we're at. We had some great individual performances, and, and as a team, pushed the ball in transition. We shared the ball. We scored over 80 points back-to-back nights. We haven't done that in a long time. And Corbin, last year, beat us. They beat us by seven or eight points, and we kind of fell apart in the end of the game. And so to play somebody who got us last year and get them by 26, 27 points, whatever it was, yeah, we're happy. But now, moving forward, we're going to, to play Stevens College, who just knocked off the number two team in the country. And, you know, they're receiving votes nationally. And then we're going to play number eight Vanguard. And so life gets real very quickly next weekend. 
you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you also scored 28 points in the first quarter against Corbin as well. Yeah, I think we did both nights. We got off to a great start, yeah. shot the ball well, and a lot of kids shot the ball. It, was, it wasn't that we had one kid making five or six threes. We had a bunch of kids making one or two. Mm -hmm. And just the way they moved the ball, the way they shared it, crashed the boards. Yes, there's tons of mistakes. I mean, this is a game of mistakes, but I think we eliminated a lot of those from the MSUB game heading into the weekend last weekend. So, yeah, there was plenty of positives. One of the things we talked about the last time was the fact that you guys have a lot more depth now that you have a lot of returners and then some of the transfers that you're able to bring in as well. And looking at the box score of both of the games, it seemed like it was flipped in terms of the performers from the Corbin game versus the performers from the other game. So how have you been able to see the depth play a part so far in the early stretch of the season? Well, both games we had four kids in double figures. Both nights it wasn't the same kids. Right. And so I think that alone says something. I think... At one point or another, all five starters, because we did start the same lineup both nights, but all five starters were either one or both nights in double figures, and then off the bench we got double figure scoring from, from some people as well. So I think there is more depth. It's a challenge for us to play 12 kids, but we're trying. We're trying to get everybody opportunities in games, but at the same time we're coming off a season where wins are important. It is important for us to, to come out with a win, and I think that Northwest game especially, we were challenged, and they came back on us, came racing back, tons of energy out of their team, and up five with three minutes to go, anything can happen, and instead of letting it get interesting or crazy we just bang 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 we scored three times and we're up 12 again so that was really proud of our kids for being able to withstand the run do it kind of convincingly so that that was fun you mentioned the next game you're playing stevens college but that's yep. in a little over a week from yep. now what is the biggest thing that you're going to be working on during this extended time off from game competition well, it gives us a chance to add a lot, so we're adding some things offensively, obviously still working on defense and things like that, but Stevens is a super athletic team that's going to pressure us the full game, 94 feet, and so they've got some kids who can do that, so we're going to have to handle full court pressure, and not if you turn it over against them, they score, so you've just got to get the ball down. If we can make them guard us, we can run our stuff and execute, we will be okay. If we come down and get into a panic or we speed up too much, they'll turn you over and, and they're just really, really so fast up and down the floor. It's just a, a whole different class of athlete, I would say. But, you know, we'll see. It's just going to be a challenge handling that pressure. But, you know, I think we've truly in our starting lineup, we have three kids that have played the point guard for us. So I like the fact that we have handlers out there. I think coming off the bench, we have kids that can handle. But they do try to speed you up at a level that we don't see in our conference. And so I think that's going to be a huge challenge. But we'll be ready for it. And, and I'm excited about some of the things we've been able to add right now, some things to make us a little bit more diverse offensively and take advantage of some of the strengths of our kids. And then Vanguard comes in, and they're the real deal. And so they are every year. They're a perennial national tournament team. They've won national championships. They've won plenty of league championships. And we know what we'll be facing there. So it'll be a heck of a test. Great checking in with you, Coach Mowat. Thank you for the time, and we'll hope to do it again. You bet. Thank you. There you have it, the latest edition of New Media Podcasters with the head coach of the MSU Northern Skylights basketball program, Chris Mowat. The team is currently undefeated if you do not count the exhibition against Montana State University Billings. So they have two wins on the season and they get that extended time off. Last played a game on November 3rd. They will then play again on November the 17th and then on the 18th. In Great Falls, taking on Stevens College and Vanguard University. That's what we have to look forward to. We'll make sure to give you updates as we go along for those games. If you want any of our conversations, not only with Coach Mowat, but any MSU Northern coach, any Haver High coach, any Chinook coach, any coach that we interview or player that we interview from around Haver in the Highline area, go to our website, highlinetoday.com. You'll be able to click on the Sports tab, click on Sports Podcasts, and you'll be able to see all new Media Podcasters episodes, also giving you the articles in the written word as well. 
Well, thanks so much to everybody who listened to this latest episode of New Media Podcasters. I'm Noah Friedman, the sports director of New Media Broadcasters, and we'll catch you for the next one.